You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small businesses. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. And just so you know which one that is on Amazon, this is volume two that we're referencing today, and it's the one with the emerald green color. You can pick it up in digital copy as well as paperback. Today's conversation is with number one best-selling business author from our 2018 book, Kelly E. Andrew. So hi, rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am the creator of this wonderful number one best-selling book that we're talking about. It's a series, and it's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And for 15 years, I've been a master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. But let's shift the conversation to Kelly, our guest. Kelly, welcome and congratulations on your number one best-selling business author status. How cool is that? Thanks, Maggie. It's great to be here today. Yeah. And, you know, last time we were together on the podcast, because you've been here before, uh, we were talking about the attract or attraction phase of inbound pipeline to success. And there's so much related to this. So we started unpacking the different phases and we're doing that through each podcast episode when you're on, which I think is really cool. So thank you. Thank you for taking us there. And everybody, I want you to know that in the 2018 book, Kelly's chapter is the first chapter in the book, and it's titled The Inbound Pipeline to Success. And I love that title. So should we dive into, you know, how we do this, Kelly? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, one of the things that sometimes happens is that we as business owners get stuck on certain parts of this this pipeline and it all has to kind of go together. So I'm excited today to talk about um, the conversion phase. So, you know, the the process doesn't stop after we've attracted the right visitors to our website. Um, We can't make the assumption that they're going to buy just because they visited our website. So I'm really excited to talk about how we get these actual leads uh, flowing in for people. Well, yeah, let's talk about that for a moment because one of the things is about capturing email addresses. Everybody always talks about that, right? Yep. Can you share a little bit more about why that's so important? I mean, for sure, there's so many things. Um, the first, when, when you think about inbound marketing, again, it's flipping on, on its ear what we've had in the past, which was, you know, yell at the consumer, you need my product, this is what you're looking for. The inbound methodology is more about the consumer is already looking for you and how are you building a relationship with them? So this part of the pipeline and and capturing that email address is basically your permission to start that relationship. It's kind of like 
you know, if you're, you're single and you're at a bar and you're like scoping out the crowd, that doesn't necessarily give you permission to contact someone, but if they actually give you their number, that's great, you know, go ahead. So <laughs> this is your, uh, your cue from a real human out there who might want to buy your product that they're interested in learning more and they're opting in to hear from you and to, uh, to build that relationship. Okay, so this makes sense because we're wise consumers now, mm -hmm. or we're learning consumers and discerning consumers. And instead of the old way, like broadcasting out like radio messages, radio messages, TV messages, now there's a new way of doing this. And this right. is what inbound is all about. Instead of outbound pushing broadcasting, we're magnetizing people right? Totally. Yep. Um, you know, and that's, that's really the key of this sort of this funnel or this pipeline. This is the middle of it where um, we want to figure out ways to give people a reason to share that contact information with us. Because let's be honest, none of us want more email in our inbox, right? <laughs> and that's why all the laws have changed about like, you can't spam people on email. It's not okay. It's not the way to go. So this, this conversion section is about what can we create? What can we give a consumer while they're searching and researching and comparing other products or other services to ours? What can we give them that's valuable enough to trade for their email address and to open up that, that channel of communication? Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, pardon me. Go ahead. <laughs> because I have a question, but go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, this, this is a big part of it too. It's, it's how, how can you give value and don't be afraid to give value because they're finding information everywhere. Your competitors are giving it away. So give them the best experience you can and they'll, they'll gladly give you their contact information. I couldn't agree with you more. I think there's too many businesses out there that aren't doing it well enough to add value, to make it so compelling that people want to give their contact information to continue the um, engagement process, right? Yep, yep. And, and to me, that's the greatest shame is not having, not practicing that law of re reciprocity, yes. <laughs> Unless I'm looking at it, I can't say it, but I did today. <laughs> and and we need to remember that this is, is a respectful conversation. Otherwise, we're like the old car salesman, and that's not cool. Yeah, totally. And we use, you know, it's definitely marketing jargon when I say you need a great offer. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, 50% off my product or service. It might be a guide to um, something that they're looking for. It might be best practices for your industry. Um, it's just gotta be something valuable to the person who's looking for what you have to offer. I think you just nailed it because so often I see businesses just putting anything out there for the offer or what others will call the opt-in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not valuable. Or like, here's my whole ebook and it's 700 pages and nobody's going to read that. That doesn't serve. So it, it's important for us as business owners to remember what would be advantageous mm -hmm. 
to our consumers. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. You know, you triggered me too on, we have to make it easy for them to access this as well. So there's some really like functional tactical pieces that you can't forget. You create this offer, that's great, but then your website has to function in a way that allows them to, you know, click on a call to action, fill out a form easily, ask the right questions in that form. I mean, if I'm giving away maybe a one page um, email marketing checklist or something, I'm likely not going to get people to fill out a 15 question form. It's not valuable enough to them, you know? So thinking about what are you giving and what is it fair to ask for in return? That, that first offer for me might be just, I just want their first name and their email address so I can, I can start building that relationship. And then the next offer that they're interested in might be a little more in depth and I might be able to ask a few more questions and learn more about them. So it really is a give and take and a, um, you know, don't, it's all about testing and measuring too. Like, is, is there, are they going to respond to what you're offering with the information that you want or do you have to take it a little slower? Um, so again, just like a real human relationship, but in internet marketing terms. Exactly. And I heard somebody a couple years ago say, if you're asking for an email address, don't sell them a house. Okay. Don't offer a house, excuse me, because that's not where the relationship is. Invite them to come and visit by saying, hey, I have some cookies and coffee for you. And, and I love that analogy because immediately it helps us understand how to proportion how we're moving people into engaging with us. Right. So right. thank you for mentioning that because I, I think too often the novice will say, oh, I need to create all this value, but they're, they're not understanding value can be less. And in the initial stages, less is more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just something of value to a potential customer. Definitely. Cool. So you, you talked about opening this new channel of communication when we do inbound marketing, like what we've just been talking about. So Kelly, what are a few of the tactics you'd recommend to help convert website visitors into leads? Sure. You know, it's, it's really, when you look at it, it's a simple process, but there are so many factors that it does take some testing and measuring. So, you know, first thing, what is your offer? You okay. Know, what are you giving away? Second, what is your call to action? Um, it might be a button on your website. It might be a link. It's something that gets their attention and is um, intriguing enough for them to click on. Um, a landing page with a great form. You can format a landing page hundreds of ways. So it's really about connecting with that audience um, and we talked about last time, knowing your target audience. If you know your audience and you know what, what they're attracted to, you can build call to action buttons that, that they go, oh yeah, I'm ready to click on that. And it, even as simple as what color it is could have a difference on your website. Um, and the landing pages, how do they need imagery? Do they need less information and an easier way to get to that form? Um, and then making sure that your your 
engagement with them after they opt in is set up and ready to go. You know, you don't want people filling out a form on your website and having it go into like a file that you only check once a month. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is not good. <laughs> I've seen that with customers. There are so many really great um, tools today that are free or very reasonably priced that will help you um, take those leads because once they give you that information, they'd be considered a lead and make sure that you know about it. Make sure that you know the moment that they've entered that form and let you automate the next steps, which we won't get into today. We'll talk about that next time. <laughs> right. And, and I love what you said about this is a simple process. It's logical. There's, there's many parts to it, but it is simple. Mm -hmm. um, you said once they give you their contact information, they become a lead. Now that, and I, I know we're going to break that out next podcast, but for now, I, I want to be really clear that when Kelly's saying they're a lead, that doesn't mean they're hot. The lead could mean they're lukewarm. And I just, I just want to add that disclaimer to that statement because it's true, but it needed one more line. Sure. Okay. And we're going to talk about that more in the next podcast that Kelly comes and joins for us to hear and learn all about this. Now, um, before I go on to my next question, I want to pull back something because you, you're an expert at what you do, so you don't realize sometimes all the great nuggets you're throwing out there while you're talking, okay? And you started saying things like, um, I'll paraphrase, the visuals that we use are essential. And what type of button versus a link versus what colors we use, all of that matters. Can you share just a little bit more about visuals with us before we go on? Sure. I mean, coming from a graphic design and branding educational background, I think it's really important to be consistent with, you know, how you're, how you're putting your brand out there. But there are psychological reasons we're still working with humans. You know, it's still a human being who's, who's going to pull the trigger and, and either buy your product online or send you a check to, you know, buy this product. So we have to figure out a little bit about human psychology to say, what attracts their attention? Have you ever been on a website where it's just a lot of, like, a lot of copy and maybe not a lot of, like, um, headers or you kind of just start glazing over and skimming over it, right? Right. So how can we create a call to action that, that says, hey, you're meant to click on this. Like, this is your next step. And so that goes into, there's a lot of factors there. Um, but really, your user experience on your website is going to impact your lead conversion from just people visiting your site taking a look around, being very anonymous, which you can't really follow up with, you don't really know, you know, what they need or what they want, to then jumping into this category of an early stage lead where they've given you permission and they've told you something about themselves. So we've got to think about how they're thinking. And that's really, you know, in the chapter in the book, I talk about the platinum rule and that's um, treat others how they want to be treated. So we have to be very conscious of 
who is our consumer and how can we learn about them and their behaviors through testing and measuring our marketing tactics. Okay, that's cool because you keep saying a phrase, testing and measuring. So I bet somewhere in our conversations, we're going to be talking about that, aren't we? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but keeping on track with this conversion phase, you said um, we want to go ahead and capture their contact information. And some people think that that's what their contact page is for, like to get visitors to reach out to them. So can you tell us, can you straighten us up on how this all really works? Yeah, I'm going to be really bold on that. Your contact page is not enough anymore. Like if, if the only form on your website, the only way that someone can reach out to you via email or via your website is your contact page, it's not going to cut it. And I would venture a guess that you're not getting a ton of lead conversion um, on your site. So we really need to think about how visitors are coming into our site, which we talked about on the last podcast, but they're typically not coming directly to the contact page. They're coming in either to the homepage or they're coming in through a blog that they found interesting or they're coming in because they found our services because they were searching for those. We need to right there be able to say to them, here's how you get in touch with us. Here's how you opt in. Don't make them jump you know, a bunch more clicks before they can find out how to do that. Um, one of the things that we've implemented on the Filament website is instead of putting, we used to have buttons at the bottom of each page that said, you know, if you want to get in touch, click here, and it took them to a form. Now we've even taken that button out and just embedded the form, and we've seen an increase in conversion. So people have short attention spans, and they're not going to jump around for what they're looking for. So if you can give them that opportunity when it's appropriate um, and where they are, you'll have a better conversion rate. Right. And this is something that is, um, I want to say it's new, but it's not necessarily new. It's been around for a while, over at least over five years, but there's a slow acceptance and practice of it being put into place. Mm -hmm. And I, I even own my site falls short on that in some places which is why I'm revamping it, uh, you know, to include those. So everybody having a contact page for people to engage with you is not enough. She said it three, two times, three times. So well, now I said it. <laughs> yeah. I say it one more time. So it's three. <laughs> the contact page is not enough anymore. You've okay. got to make it easier for people. Okay, yeah, because we're so used to everything just appearing instantly now. Mm -hmm. So now we even have to shift how we want people to engage with us. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. And, and that shows that they're a priority instead yeah. of you have to follow my old antiquated way. Right, exactly. And don't, I mean, don't forget, you have competitors out there who are trying to make it easier to give them money than for the customer to give you money. You know, so just just remember, this is all about increasing sales, increasing revenue, and you have to make it easy. You have to build that relationship so that it truly, you are the best choice and the only choice when they go to spend that money. Huh. 
Isn't that the truth? Okay, so you you just laid plenty on us to go ahead and start cleaning up for most people, right? And so I'd like to wrap this all up by asking you this question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Why is it so important, Kelly, for small business owners to pay attention to this convert phase of their inbound marketing strategy? So I think we opened up with this today. And again, especially small business owners, sometimes we get so focused on one piece of the funnel that we forget others. So it's great that you're driving traffic to your website. Now you've got, you know, your target audience is finding you, you've implemented things so that they get to your site. But this, this conversion is where you can start that relationship for real. So this is like, this is getting the phone number at the bar, you know, this is, this is the win for the night. Um, <laughs> And, and really, because it opens up that channel where you've been given permission to, to connect with this human, remember, human, um, you've been given permission to give them more information, you've been given permission to try to figure out more about them. So this is such a key part of inbound marketing and any internet marketing strategy, because if you're not getting leads then you're not getting sales. And then that whole, all that work you're doing upfront to get people to your website doesn't matter um, if it's not converting. So this is, this is a really key piece of the funnel. Right, okay, so if you're new to business, this is essential for you to get right now right out of the gate. And I also want to talk to specifically for a moment, Kelly, if you don't mind, to people who have been in business for a while, like, you know, uh, 10, 15, 20 years, and, they're, and they may be a little antiquated in their approach because back then, everything about the website is just get the traffic, just get the traffic, just get the traffic yeah. to the site. And then it sort of stopped there because we assumed that people would just naturally want to engage with us. So for folks that have been playing the game a while longer, this is how you do it now. Right. And, and we need to let go of that old way, whether we agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. The numbers show this is how it's done now. This is how we build relationship with, as Kelly says, humans to have them ultimately become customers or clients, depending upon what you're offering. Thank you, Kelly, for letting me share that because it's, you know, for those of us that have been around for a while, we had a very different focus and it was just pounded into us. This is, this is what you must do. And now it's different. So it thank is. you. Yeah, it's changed. And again, something that I wrote about was the consumer has really changed and they want a more personalized experience. They don't want to be a number on the list, you know? So this, this piece is really important because it's giving you permission to build a relationship. Um, I can't say that enough. Oh, that's a fact. All right. So next time we're going to talk about which phase in, in this whole process.
Well, we're moving on into how do we have a second conversion from a lead to a sale? And what, you know, what do we do after they type in their name and email address? So I'm really excited to talk about this. It's definitely a whole nother, you know, podcast worth of conversation. And um, one of the things that gets me really excited for the next one is automation. And how can we do this personalized and and personally build that relationship yet do it in an in a an efficient way with um automate <laughs> i'm losing my losing my words with automation <laughs> okay so automation helps us be efficient and more effective yes okay absolutely now you're in my wheelhouse <laughs> okay great so everyone that's where we'll we'll take the conversation next and if you haven't listened to kelly's earlier podcast please go back and listen to them okay um oh i'd love i'd love for us to spend more time but kelly told you we're gonna have to save something for next time <laughs> so listeners, this is how you can engage with number one best-selling business author, Kelly E. Andrew. Start by reading chapter one in the book, and it's titled The Inbound Pipeline to Success. And when you do that, go to Amazon and uh, go ahead and get Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, volume two. And here's something that's really cool is at the bottom of Kelly's author page, she is offering you something very special to go ahead and engage with her and learn more about this process. So you might wanna see how she's doing what she's talking about by going ahead and clicking on that and engaging with her because it is highly relevant and free for you. Plus, at the end of Kelly's chapter, she also has all sorts of different social media handles for you to start following her. She's putting some pretty good stuff out there, so you might want to check that out. Also, we have something really cool is right now you can go to your app store and get the book at uh, the app, excuse me, Brilliant Biz Book, all one word, Brilliant Biz Book. On there, you'll be able to learn more about Kelly. She has a profile there. And you'll learn more about the book. And even all our podcasts are housed there. So this can be a one-stop shop for you. There is something really cool. We have a, an option for you to ask an expert. So if you have a question right now about anything you heard from Kelly, you can go in on that Ask an Expert and click on Kelly E. Andrews' name. Type out your question. And it will get sent to Kelly and she'll reply back to you. Right, Kelly? I sure will. Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank you because, Kelly, you shared some really great points for us to not just think about, but to apply. And you even told us how we ought to be thinking about them as we're moving them into reality. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I love chatting about this. Can't wait for next time. Oh, yeah, I know. Too bad we have to break it down into podcast form, huh? <laughs> okay, and listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. We'll be back next week again. So until then, shine brightly. <laughs>